Record Nerds. Nerds. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome. All right. We we did, in fact, stick to our uh, pledge to record before Record Store Day. Yeah, look at that. Cutting it close, but we, we're doing it. We could have cut it, cut it closer if we wanted to. Yeah, we could have. We could have, yeah. Definitely. And, and, on to- and on top of it, we'll get it out before Record Store Day. That'll be the impressive part. <laughs> Maybe we want to delay it till after record started. Yeah, yeah. And we'll just see what everybody got and see if it matches what we say. I can't believe it's here already. I know. Ah, okay. Uh, hey, are we going to do news first? Yes. Let's, um, in record-related news, um, the founder of the legendary Tower Records, Russ Solomon, passed away. At 92, and um, let's see, it was probably, it was like, feels like it was like a month ago, but let me see exactly when it was. He died March 5th, um, and yeah, we're only getting to uh, talking about it now, but if many of you have seen uh, All Things Must Pass, is that the title of it, Mark? Yes. Um, documentary done by Colin Hanks, son of Tom. And whatever his mom's name was, <laughs> Rita Wilson. Uh, Rita on. Wilson. No, that's not their kid. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Are um, you Tom, sure? Yeah, Tom Hanks has had the same wife the whole time, hasn't no, he? No, he no, he was married before Rita Wilson, and I think Colin was from a previous marriage. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. I don't know pretty, about that. Uh, well, I have the internet uh, in front of me. I'll yeah, tell Google you. Yeah, Google it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure that it's from his first marriage, but I've been wrong before. Um, anyway, uh, where was I? So, <laughs> Tower <laughs> Russ, Records. Yeah, Tower Records. Um, you know, the, it's funny how we are in American pop culture or in American just society where we frown upon one thing at one moment and then we, uh, you know, miss it the next. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, Tower Records, a, uh, a franchise, no different really than Sam Goody or Specs, you know, or Record Town. Um, had stores definitely on the West Coast, on the East Coast, and abroad as well. And um, I, for one, remember going into Tower Records, maybe, I remember I went once in, I think, like the late 80s when I was visiting New York. And then after that, when I moved to New York, I would just go through there and sort of complain and how expensive everything was. (laughs) And, uh, and, you know, and say like, these people are going to go out of business, you know, and I'd just go to other music and buy whatever it was that I really wanted to buy. Um, because they were still selling CDs and stuff at like, you know, $18 versus, you know, the 12 or $13 that they really should be priced. So, um, so Jason, you made this happen? Oh, them going out of business? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I'm just saying, like, they were one of those. Like, I don't know. I used to, like, I used to go to every, I used to go to any CD store that was selling CDs 
like I would frequent everybody. And I do remember like, even like in Miami going to Sam Goody and just being appalled at like CDs being sold there for $18, but then at Circuit City or whatever, it was sold for like $12. Yeah. I remember Um, actually when it closed, uh, the tower in uh, New York. And I remember, I just remembered like saying to myself, I can't believe that other music is still in business and tower isn't. You know, like, in my head, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. But if you think about it, though, like... I know, it makes all the sense. Yeah. But, like, uh, <laughs> but in my head, I didn't get it. Like, it didn't it didn't click. I was like, oh, they have all this money. They have everything behind them, you know? And, and I remember, too, when they were going out of business, I, like, I remember, like, it was yesterday. I'm walking around, and I'm looking at, like, CDs and stuff, because... Back in those days, I still just bought CDs, and I'm like, I picked, I picked up like the Probot CD, which was the Dave Grohl project, and I was like, oh my god, this thing's like twenty dollars, like ridiculous. But then I went into the basement where all the vinyl was, and things were marked down like crazy, and you know, I didn't know any better. I didn't buy anything. Um, but in either event, if I could time travel, <laughs> I would. Same Tower def- Records. I would definitely go back and um, <laughs> spend the extra know. six bucks for the CD. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, like, as I get older, too, like, I don't discriminate. Like, I do wish, I wish everything was still around. Um, I remember it was probably last year at some point, I think Common was giving an interview and he was saying how he missed, of all things, like TRL at Times Square and the Virgin Megastore. And I, you know, I do too, not TRL, but I miss all the Virgin mega stores. I miss the HMV stores we used to have in the city here, the Tower Records. Like, I wish we had, you know, triple the amount of stores than we do now. It's actually crazy that everybody is going to rough trade for record store day because there isn't an alternative. There's not even in living stereo anymore. Oh, you know? there's an alternative. It's called limited to one, my friend. <laughs> that is the yes. ultimate alternative. <laughs> it's the alternative to the alternative. Um, yes, indeed. But you know what I mean? For like, you know, if you want to get any of the new releases, like, you know, uh, as as little as five years ago, there was J&R, there was other music, there was In Living Stereo, there was Kim's, you know, now there's nothing. There's just rough trade. Well, I think of Tower as, you know, of a time and place where music held a much more important uh, place in culture. Uh, when you think of how people would line up at midnight for the releases there and how it was just like, a place that you would go to if you had time to kill or uh, you would just go there, especially, you know, I remember going to the Lincoln Center one a lot and they had the music magazine section uh, and it was just a place that, you know, had so much variety of things that you could look at and check out. Uh, it, I, I don't see how it could exist today. So, well, that's interesting, Mark. You're saying that in today's world, there's no room for record stores. Well, to Mark's point, I will say, uh, I think from a new music standpoint, you're not going to find those. Like, I feel like what Virgin had so much of, like, everything new-wise, and New York specifically, there's a lot of stuff that's just, like, 
it's hard to like go to Academy, for example, like and find a new release that is like on the more obscure side. Like everybody has their own niches to their neighborhood now where like rough trades, like the only one that's sort of catering to like a wide variety of audiences that is buying directly from a, a, all the labels bringing in all the distros. Um, Well, I mean, is it really, does it really make sense anymore for record labels to do all that? No, I mean, for record stores to do it, you know, like if, if I can, I mean that the idea behind, you know, our, my shop is that like, you know, why would I sell a record that you could get on Amazon? You know what I mean? Like that, I guess that's my point, you know? Like, no, for sure. But I mean, like Rough Trade definitely does like cool imports, you know, and that sort of stuff and takes, you know, and that's helpful, you know, but like, I guess for like a smaller store, it doesn't make much sense, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's like ultimately it. Like, I feel like there's still room for everything. Like we don't have to just have these niche little avenues to go in. Like, I think we can have, I mean, at the Virgin Megastore, I've, I used to, I've seen everybody there for, to do signings from the shins to Sharon Jones. And it's like, I feel like rough trade does that now too, but I'm just saying like, my God, there used to be two HMVs, at least two virgins that I remember tower, you know, and then there were still would have been room for a rough trade in Brooklyn. It's like you were appalled that they would sell a CD for 18, whereas Circuit City and Best Buy uh, were selling them for 11.99. 11.99, but that was you know Circuit City and Best Buy weren't making anything; they were just pricing them uh, to get people in the store so that they would buy electronics and other stuff. Yeah, so they were making leaders. any profit on the CDs. But now we've gotten to the point where Best Buy has stopped selling CDs and Target um, you know, wants to be able to return any unsold stock. Yeah. The world is ending. But also like to Mark's point, like we also now have like where Urban Outfitters and Barnes and Noble are selling records like that wasn't the case like you actually had to go to a record store to buy music well here we are guys record store day 2018 as we prepare some of us to line up in the bitter cold of the dark night <laughs> isn't it supposed to be like 70 degrees oh, it's no, supposed to be 80 this, this saturday yeah. yeah 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 knowing our luck it'll be raining um yeah, here. What? Let's talk about the list. All or right. Not. How, disapp- how disappointed are you, Jason? This year, I'm actually not. I'm not disappointed. I'm not disappointed, nor am I impressed. Mm-hmm. But there is enough there for me to go. Wow. I wish that there was one thing that I was really yeah, like. What is the driver for you? Is it just an accumulation of mediocrity? Or <laughs> no, there's all right. Well, I'll start. There's there's two things that I am that I definitely want to get. Well, there's a lot of things I definitely want to get, but there's two things that I'm interested in 
because I'm a completist and the only time I can get this stuff in this form is on record store day. One of them is, um, uh, Mac DeMarco, this old dog demos, uh, you know, he has a, tradi- a tradition of releasing demos and I have a tradition of buying them. <laughs> and this is no exception. He's putting out these demos on record store day and it's my only chance to get them. So, you know, shy of going to the capture tracks booth or store, perhaps like this is my shot to get it. And then the other thing is, um, I'm not typically a big fan of like remixes, but the cure have a, an amazing remix album called mixed up, which I have an OG copy of, and they're releasing a picture disc version of it. And that's not, I'm going to get it, but that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for basically, I forgot what it's called, but it's like an updated version of it where like there's new songs that have recently been remixed by other artists. Um, it's not called mixed up, nor is it called mixed down or anything like that, which would have been a good title, Hmm. but, um, I forgot what it's called, but it's a companion piece to that record. So I really want to get that. It's Um, called torn down, torn down. And, you know, as Mark predicted, I don't, I don't know if it was last record store day or two record store days ago. <laughs> it, was, it was last record store day. <laughs> it was. Record store day yeah. of record store pass. Um, he predicted when it was announced that the, you know, the greatest hits and acoustic hits, when those were, were you know, released as picture discs, he said, hey, those are definitely going to be coming out, I suspect, you know. On regular on, vinyl. On, on regular vinyl. And boy, I'm going to be pissed that I bought the picture discs. <laughs> but oh well. And I'm pissed. Do we know if those picture discs are coming in that shitty plastic sleeve that like sticks to the vinyl? No, 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 no. These are, this is actually coming in a, a printed gatefold sleeve. All right, that has that's, die, that's a little better. Has a die cut circle on the front so you can see the crappy picture disc art. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I'm, I'm totally in it. For, for those two things, and a lot more, actually, as well. How is this working? Are we just going through individually? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I only, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's a shitty list. Like, let's just be <laughs> honest. Like, it, All right, well, hold on. Let Trevor, me, let me, Trevor is playing the role of Jason this I year. know, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, so here's what I'm, I'm picking up. I might not buy it all, but I'm going to stack it in my arms and then see. Which probably means I, I will check out with it. Um, Courtney Bartnett, the the double EP on Picture Disc. I actually like Picture Discs. I don't know why people are so offended by them. Um, they they say good. the sound, yeah, the sound quality is bad. Well, on. and they always come in those plastic sleeves. <laughs> yeah, but I have some fun Picture Discs. Name you know? ten. We're not denying they're fun. <laughs> Name ten. Yeah. All right. I have and why they're fun, uh, Lord. <laughs> I have the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's Fever to Tell. I mean, that's an amazing picture. But that's the only eight. thing that that was on previously, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's still, the only release. It's yeah. still a picture disc, and it's still fun. But yeah, so that's why it's fun. It's the only final version. Well, it's a great record, and it looks really cool. Sure. Um, number two, I still have, from when I was a kid, uh, Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. Picture disc. 
That's a fun picture just to have because being, fo- being from New Jersey, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure I'd call that fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're shooting me through the heart, Christian. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> you give picture discs a bad name. <laughs> oh. um, I have both uh, Thriller and Bad on picture disc. That's kind of cool. That is cool. Um, <laughs> So that's that's what that's four. That's four. Okay, we got yeah. it. We got We're, it. You yeah. like picture discs <laughs> already? <laughs> um, so, all right. What else do I got? Um, hold on. The uh, baby Yui, which I'd like to get an, an OG of someday, but um, this is put out by Runout Groove, and it's a reissue of the original, and then it also has a second record of just instrumentals and B sides. Uh, David Bowie, welcome to the blackout. Because now I'm gonna I, get buy, I buy all Bowie shit. This is including this, live records. Including live records. This is um, this next one is a, a pure nostalgic release that I'm going to get. Is uh, Jeff Buckley live at Shanae? The it's the box set and it's it's probably like seventy five bucks or something. Yeah, like I might get that one too. And and here's why I'm gonna get it because. <laughs> It's well, it's Jeff Buckley who I love, and even though I have the EP, I actually could have bought the EP on vinyl once and I didn't, which was stupid. But um, even though this has been available on CD and it's on Spotify, like there's something cool about I think playing that live performance on you know on vinyl in like your living room. It's going to be the closest thing to being there, in my opinion, and also that era of playing like coffee houses or like small, like venues, like restaurants or bars. Um, that's for the most part, like that was like a nineties thing and it's completely gone and it's never going to come back. Um, not at least in like the way that that was recorded in, I think. Um, so I want to get that. I mentioned the cure records. Um, the Dap Kings are having, they're putting out like some uh, B-sides and instrumentals record. Um, I also have a tradition of getting these alternate Fleetwood Mac records and I, I love Tango in the Night and they're, they're putting out an alternate version of it with demos. So I'll be getting that. That's going to have Mike Campbell and Neil Finn on guitar. Instead of <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Can you believe they fired him? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so pissed. Like, man, you guys got the balls to fire me after like 80 years of being in this band together. It's literally um, like an almost famous type situation. Yeah. Um, so this is interesting. Uh, I didn't know this, but I guess um, 1999 by Prince was released as a single LP in Europe. And they're putting that version out as well. And I don't need it. You know, I have already, I have two copies of 1999. Now I'm going to have an abridged version, a third one, but oh well. <laughs> um, uh, Ramones, the Sun Dragon Sessions for uh, Leave Home. I might get that. I don't know. Um, rough Guide to Ethiopian Jazz. I like Ethiopian Jazz, and I don't normally do compilations, but I'm going to give that a shot. Soundgarden A-Sides. I don't need it, but I'm a completist. So. A-Sides? Who releases an A-Sides record? What? Isn't that Dead called do. Greatest Hits? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sides. Get out of here. Um, the Stooges, self-titled 
the Detroit edition. So I know Third Man's behind this somewhat. Um, so I don't know exactly what's different about it, but uh, Tad, Quick and Dirty. It's like a mix of uh, B-sides and live songs as well. Arcade Fire, their EP for the first time ever on vinyl. Should be cool. And um, sorry, my list kind of faded. Um, oh, this should be interesting. This is the type of thing that I actually like. Brian Eno with Kevin Shields. The co- collaboration that did kind of pique my interest, but um, not enough to get me in line early. Hmm. Sufjan Stevens, the Mystery of Love EP. Yeah, I want that enough, too, but it's limited to ten thousand copies. <laughs> Is it limited? You'll be at able that to. Point? You'll be able to find them sold on the streets. <laughs> I look forward yeah. to your next store, Christian. Limited to ten thousand. <laughs> limited, very limited to ten thousand. Um, and then there's a, there's only like a couple of seven inches that I'm interested in a parquet quartz one. And then, Oh, I want that one too. A Phoenix seven inch, which is like heart shaped. And I think it has, I think it has a song from that, from the tape that came with the deluxe edition of Tiamo, but I don't know. So that's it. That's quite a list. That is quite a list. I mean, pulling, I'm a, Pulling at the roots here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a much shorter list, Same. but I sh- I share a little bit. Um, you share but, a lot, Christian. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I think I'm gonna try to also do the Arcade Fire and the Courtney Barnett and the Jeff Buckley. Um, I was interested in getting that car seat headrest LP. Yeah, what's the difference between this and the one that was just released? That I don't know. It's called Mirror to Mirror, which means, and there, it's a double LP, so I don't know what the second LP is. Maybe it's an acoustic version or something. Oh, oh wait, wait no, you know. for the first time on vinyl. So I'm wondering if you it's know like, what it is. Yeah, so I'm wondering no, if it's like B side. No, no, I know what it is. It's. I think he originally recorded it, and it was on tape, and he re-recorded it, and that's what came out. Like oh, okay. two weeks ago or a month ago. Yeah. And this is the original version being pressed on vinyl. Copy that. So it's like um, an acoustic almost album or like demo sort of? No, probably I, demoed. I think it, de- demo-y, yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I'm, I, I'm interested, uh, Trev, in the Casket Lottery box set. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to give that a shout. Um, I'm sure you, like a lot of the box sets, you and I probably have a lot of crossover in. This is one. Um, I have all the OGs, but... Yeah. Um, I think this is a regional because um, it says two yeah, fifty. So. Uh, if if you are at a store and looking for something to buy and you see this, and you were somewhat interested in this band, definitely buy this because it's their 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 best records um, in one box set, and you will not be disappointed. And then sell it to one of us because we're not going <laughs> to find it in New York. Yeah, I, I'm um, imagining the regional of it is like the Midwest. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm going to do the Ornette Coleman um, ORG to, uh, Part 2. Uh, I want to do the Dap Kings 2 and the Mac DeMarco. Uh, Trevor, the Descendant 7-inch. Yes, that that uh, is my only must-have. Yeah, that's on your big one. Thing. Yeah, yeah. The only must-have. Is must that have. new material? Yeah. I think it is. I think it's one new song, and then um, stand by. I have it right here. It's one of. God damn it! Load. 
Um, it's definitely one new song, and then, um, yeah, who we are, I think, is uh, a new song. Wait, oh, is that a new song? It says there's a Pavlov's cat is saying it's previously unreleased. Okay, so maybe it's two new songs. Um, oh yeah, do the Zepp- yeah, Pavlov's cat and Opt In are previously unreleased. Who we are is. Is off the new record, I think. Oh, yeah. I see. So, uh, I mean, I can probably make any Descendants song sound like it's... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to do the Fleet Foxes and the Zeppelin and the MC5 and the Parquet Courts 45s. Um, I definitely want to do the Quicksand 12-inch. I was going to ask about that. Like, I That I don't know. I don't know much about. I think it's just a 12-inch single. It's, yeah, it sounds um, like it's just un, like stuff that just didn't make the record, which, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe is better than the record. Yeah, and it's limited. There's only 1,300. Yeah, that so. is on my list, too, actually. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do the Run the Jewels box set. Uh, I saw a picture of it today. It's really gorgeous looking. Really? It's 5,000, yeah. that was a lot. I know. Like, do you um, think it's going to be hard to find? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they're so big these days. Yeah, I mean, for how big they are, 5,000 isn't quite, but, like, I feel like the, what was the 4LP limited to of the new record? I th- They never give numbers out, but I, f- I think I, it was only, I like feel a- like that was kind of easy to get after a while. Like yeah. when they were first touring, it was a little tough, but like. After yeah, but a the while, first like, few records with the instrumentals are really tough to get. They're all like $100 records. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to do the the Search for Animal Chin soundtrack. Did you guys see that? Power Peralta, like the skate video. They're like yeah. re releasing the soundtrack. Um, oh, so I thought that that right. was pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, they're doing a Wu Tang cassette. For enter thirty six chambers, um, and then like three small run things I want are the Tim Armstrong, um, that's obviously a singer from Rancid. Uh, there's a goat double ten inch I think, and there's a Pat Oswalt comedy double LP. I was gonna ask you about that Pat. Yeah, so that's kind of my list. Is that patent like super limited? It's limited to only a thousand copies. That's pretty. Yeah. Is it a jazz and, record? <laughs> uh, if it would, I would buy it. And then I feel like that should it. be a new thing where like comic, like comedians do like jazz records. Like, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> we need more of the H. John Benjamin jazz records out there from comedians. Like John Mulaney doing a jazz record, that'd be amazing. But he'd do a big band. Yeah, no, that's true. Yes, yeah. he totally would. That's that's a hundred percent correct. John Lovett's jazz record. That would not be good. <laughs> That's right. my list. I mean, we're just, ro- we're just rolling. I through. know. I can go through mine because, like, Christian basically said all of mine. The go only other thing, which I'm shocked Christian didn't mention, and I'm only mentioning this. So, like, I had all like the Descendants is my number one. That's the reason I would get in line anywhere. The Casket Lottery and the Run the Jewels box set I'm intrigued by. The Quicksand one I'm, I want, but I feel like might be kind of gettable. Uh, I don't need to get in line for it. Um, the one I'm shocked by, Christian, is the Anywhere LP. 
Oh, I don't think I too. even saw it. Really? It, yeah. Second oh, proper full length from the musical entity Anywhere, which features oh. Cedric. Okay, I'll check it out. I didn't realize. I don't think I saw it. Yeah, it sounds like it's okay. a brand like new record, which is kind of shocking, given all the stuff coming out from at the drive-in. But um, hey, guys, is this um, uh, run the jewels box set? Is this the thing too, where they said like it can house your other run the jewels records? I'm not sure, but it has an, a bonus LP in it. Everyone said oh. that has like. I think a bunch of other material or like B-sides or something on it. Okay. And and sorry uh Trevor the Cedric thing is it's it's just a solo record? No, anywhere is like a side project that he did like kind of like when Mars Volta was like on hiatus but not broken up, right? It features Mike Watt from The Minutemen. Mike Watt, man, he's he's on yeah, everything. Yeah, Mike Watt, Dave or Dale Crover, Jonathan Eishk, and many And others. Dale Crover is the Melvins drummer. Uh, nowhere else in the world can you... This is the, the listing on RSD. Nowhere else in the world can you find recording with members of Comets of Fire, Nirvana, Earthless, Melvins, Flying, Luton, Batchers, Sleepy Sun, Triclops, Devajandra, Barnett, Lieutenant, Golden, Black Fork, Victim's Family, The Mars Volta, Firehorse, and a winner of America's Next Top Model. I Seems mean, like a bit much. Yeah, like, talk about an oversell. Nah. Challenge accepted. That said, I mean, this is a Cedric album, so. Yeah, so it could be good or it could be sort of terrible. It is, it, while it is listed as an LP, it is only one, two, three, four, nine tracks. So I'm assuming four of those are like interludes. Really? Yeah, <laughs> we, probably. Yeah, with like, like, just like random, like, noise music in the background. Hello, Mother Leopard. so take it with what you will but that that is intriguing in that it's exciting that it's a surprise that's a surprise new album because i didn't even know anywhere was still together yeah i think it's just like one of those collaborative things where they like get together when they all have free time right like i don't think it's like a real band like they don't tour or anything. Uh, one other thing I'll mention, then I'm I'm done. Uh, just oh, they're just instrumentals. Never mind. The, I was gonna be the Doctor Octagon, but it's just instrumentals. Yeah, that's like if I was a DJ, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. Um. You know the same Bring thing. Bring this happens. turd home. <laughs> the same thing happens every year. I say, "Oh, there's not much for me to get this year," and then I count everything up, and it's seventeen. Jesus Christ! Seventeen every records. Year. I don't know how it happens. Um, all right, so we'll just go down the list. Um, like Jason, I'll be getting the Bowie Blackout three uh, LP live record. Uh, Are you getting Bowie now? No, I'm not going to get that, but I am going to get the Bowie uh, debut album. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, what's special? This is a, it's colored wax. Is that it? Uh, they're giving you the stereo version and the mono version. And I've always meant to buy it, 
but always didn't buy it. So now I'm just going to buy it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it too. Um, ben Queller, Shasha. You know, I used to be a big Ben Queller fan with that first record, that Shasha. We all had and a then, Ben Queller moment, I feel like. Yeah, and then like, I no, think it's... not all of us. <laughs> the album that came get out after that... Get off your high horse. <laughs> <laughs> the album that came out after that was kind of disappointing. And But if I'm sure if I listened to Shasha again, I'd be kind of... Yeah. You know, I'd be impressed, or I'd, I'd like it, maybe. Like... Him and like Ben Lee, I used to like. I had a Ben Lee phase too, but well, I think they it's limited to twelve hundred. So there's that. Uh, Pink Floyd, Piper at the Gates of Dawn, Mono Mix. That hmm. uh, seems uh, like a lot of interest. Is uh, a lot of people are interested in that one. So, and uh, I know it's an expensive LP to buy if you want an original copy, so this seems like a good alternative. Uh, Red Cross, Third Eye, which uh, is a really good power pop record that ORG is reissuing. Uh, Tom Waits, I'm only getting one out of three of the um, Orphans box set. Um, I'm going for the Ballads LP. Which is called hmm. Ballers. I would maybe be interested in that. I can't get into that guy. It's like his voice or something. What? <laughs> exactly. Jason, I tr- what are you talking about? <laughs> I try, and it's just like, oh, man, I can't do it. Um, the Wilco live LP. I think it's live at the Troubadour. From there is a shit ton of live records in this RSD. That's all that's left, Trevor. <laughs> Live records. Um, yeah, I don't know what record that would cover, 96, either AM or being there. But Probably uh, AM. Well, it might be being there, actually. But, yeah, I was wondering what they would do because they put all the bonus content on the CD deluxe versions of uh, those two albums this year. But I'm glad they are finding a home for Record Store Day on vinyl. Uh, the Naz, which was Todd Rundgren's pre, uh, his first band. Um, this is their second album with, with the rejected um, track listing. Um, I need you to sit down and give me a lesson on that guy at some point. Because <laughs> I know he's important, but I just don't know how. He's, he's made a lot of albums. Not everything is my cup of tea. But, and he's produced a lot too. And he's right? produced a lot, yeah. Badfinger, Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell, um, amongst others. Um, I'm going to get the Springsteen greatest hits just because I'm the completest, like you, I Jason. understand. I understand. Um, I think my number one recommendation for people to buy this year is The Bird and the Bee. Um, this. I f- can't remember what it's called. Interpreting the Masters, which is their Hall and Oates cover record. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. And it wait, was, so this is your recommendation to people, or are you? This is the reason you're yes. getting in line. No, I actually already have a copy of this. It was previously uh, released for Record Store Day, like way back when. Um, but Record only Store as, like, Day Redux. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, but it was only released as like a DJ version, like plain sleeve, uh, no artwork. So this one has artwork and it's a really good uh, record, really good um, versions of Hall & Oates songs, um, depending on how you feel about Hall & Oates. The songs themselves, I think, are very good. Um, and then the last of the LPs is the Neil Young Live at the Roxy 1973 uh, from the Tonight's the Night era. I think that's a three LP set. Just so you know, though, Mark, that's a first release. And the only difference with the RSD version is it comes with like a photo. Mm. Yeah, I think it, a few of the ones I want are first releases. So, you know, just in case you got to like, you know, you got to wait a little bit. Yep. And like if you want to save some money and do the bull moose on Monday or something. Yep. That's good to know. That's a good tip, yeah. Jason. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then Seven Inches. The Chris Bell, I Am the Cosmos. Um, Elvis Costello, Covering Squeeze. Uh, the Descendant 7-inch, as we discussed. And the Frank Wilson, Third Man release of uh, Do You Love Me, I think it is. Which I, which I guess Jack purchased one of three um, test pressings that exist in the world of that record and uh, made it a record store day release. So what is your uh, must have of all those? Like if you were like in line, you're like, I got to get this. Mm, I don't know that I have one. <laughs> oh, there's, 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 yeah, there's not, one record that, there's not one record that I really have to have. Wow. Yeah, and that's kind of like, sadly, that's kind of it. Like, yep. they're, you know. I but, will say, jumping in, uh, one that I just saw um, in the sort of uh, regional or limited run, um, which I'm surprised Christian didn't pull out, is the Teenage Bottle Rocket 10th Anniversary of Warning Device. Well, unfortunately, Christian has left us. I think his battery died. Oh no! <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that—that uh, one I will call out as will likely be. Um, it's been out of print for a long time. It's like their first record, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just like a snotty punk rock sort of band. Uh, I think the drummer passed away a couple of years ago, so the original lineup is no more. But. Um, it's limited to 350, so that I could just see as being like there there weren't many. Even the descendants feels like it's a high print run, so it might be kind of easily gettable. Um, that one's one that I could see being kind of a white whale uh, on mm-hmm. this list. Yeah, I don't think there is I don't think there is one record this year that everyone's after. So whether that's a good thing or a bad thing remains to be seen. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good thing for not getting, uh, have to get up at 2 AM. Yeah. Specific group of people like lining up, you know, for like that one elusive thing, but yeah, it's kind of, they're going, 
more for quantity over quality, I think. It just feels like there's less buzz. Not to say that people won't go to the stores, like, but I'm more, I'm more excited to go to things like to places like Christian's store, who's I know he's been tweet, uh, Instagramming a bunch of stuff he's going to be putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know Academy does that, like they put out a bunch of stuff that's used on Record Store Day. Like I think that's going to start to be more of the trend. Yeah, is, like, and then all putting the stuff out, like. Yeah, and then all the stuff Double Decker has been posting. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's Double Decker. Oh, <laughs> um, don't get me started. Uh, but yeah, like I think that's going to start to be more of the trend as like these records or day lists become more black. Well, all right. In a in a strange twist of events, everybody, uh, Jason has left. Christian has left. Trevor and I yep. are here to. Form the new record nerds. That's right. It's <laughs> been the, the, the coup has taken place. <laughs> Bow down to your new leaders. <laughs> we kid, we kid. We um, <laughs> this has been a shortened. I think it's a episode. metaphor for what this record store day list is really. <laughs> that could be, or it could just mean that Christian's battery died and Jason got booted off for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you so want to talk we'll f- about what you want, what you got, Mark? Like recently, or you know, if I uh, if I could remember what I got recently, <laughs> I would. But oh, uh, uh, it feels like it's just gone to hell at this point. So it has. Yes. Let's let's call it a day, and uh, we will pick up next time with what we did end up getting for Record Store Day. Yes, and if you are in Record Store Day lines, definitely hit us up on Instagram at Record Nerds. Tag us uh, in your pics, and we will definitely be checking that out. And check out at Limited to One NYC on Instagram if you're in the New York City area, because I know Christian's doing a bunch of cool shit. Mm-hmm. Or Record Store Day, um, a lot of like really cool used stuff that he's gonna be he's saving up for the day. So be sure to check that out and stop by the store. On behalf of Jason and Christian, Trevor and I wish you a very happy Record Store Day, and we'll see you afterwards for a recap. Sounds good. Good night, Trevor. All right. Good night, Mark. Record Nerds is produced, recorded, mixed, and engineered by Mark DeRose.